What's up? It's Jonathan Hood on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Thanks for listening to the Under the Hood podcast presented by Coors Light. Stay inside and buy your Coors Light online. Find out how at get.coorslight.com. Coors Light, take time to chill. This is the 2020 NFL Draft Show presented by White Claw on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Ladies and gentlemen, Gentlemen. See, 2020 NFL Draft Show here on ESPN 1000 brought to you by White Claw. Glad that you're with us here as we review what the Chicago Bears have done in the second round of the draft. Remember, the Bears have one pick in the fifth round, two in the sixth round, two in the seventh round. We're getting your reaction to what the Bears have done as they take Cole Komet, the tight end from Notre Dame, with the uh, number 43 overall pick in the second round. And then you go down to Jalen Johnson, the corner from Utah. Uh, My thought on this is pretty clear, and I've been saying this for weeks now. The Bears cannot look at best available. they got to look to be able to plug some holes and take care of their needs. I don't think there's any doubt in my mind that if you are the Bears, you've got to be able to take care uh, of the, the needs on this football team. And there's quite a few. Uh, when you take a look at the this football team, when it comes to the uh, the corner position, when you take a look at the safety position, when you take a look at the offensive line, wide receiver, uh, when you take a look at um, this football team and their kicker, there's needs to be filled, whether it's in free agency or whether it's in the draft. So th- it was important for the Bears to be able to address that, and they, I think they hit it right on the head with these two picks. Now, again, whether or not these two picks will pay dividends for the Bears, uh, time will tell. I will tell you that I saw enough of Komet to know that that was the number one tight end in a very weak tight end group uh, for this upcoming draft. Komet was the best. And Komet can be a guy that can be a cornerstone for this franchise for a while um, and, and be able to do what you want him to do. What have we been looking for for the tight end? You all want to be able to have either a blocking tight end or also someone that could be able to stretch the field. 70, 80 catches that could be able to get the intermediate passes from Trubisky. We didn't see that last year. And so now with Trubisky having someone to throw to, I think Komet can be that guy. Um, he was... He had pro skills at Notre Dame, it was, if I remember that correctly, watching him uh, the last few years. The NFL Draft Show that we're hosting here is brought to you by Illinois Media School. Classes are going on now. Are right from the comfort of your own home, go to beonair.com. Again, it's beonair.com. Start your exciting new career today. That's Illinois Media School at beonair.com. All right, let's go to the phone lines and talk to you. Um, 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776. Thumbs up, thumbs, in the middle, thumbs down. Your thoughts about the Bears, what they've done in the draft. Uh, we go to Ryan Harris, who uh, covers the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. You can hear every Irish game right here on ESPN 1000, the color analyst for the Irish with us here on ESPN 1000. Ryan, as always, I appreciate it, man. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Hood, man. Good to catch up, my friend. Good to catch up. Absolutely. Uh, Cole Komet at tight end. I saw all of, uh, of his career with Notre Dame, the best tight end on the board. What stands out most about uh, his ability at a tight end spot? Well, he's the total package. He is an offensive coordinator's dream. And and two points I want to make about Cole Komet. I'm telling you, he is an all-around player. He can block. He can make tough throws. He is he is he is going to have a Jason Witten type career in the NFL. 
And my second point is that's a pivotal position in that offense. I had Matt Nagy as the quarterback's coach when we were at in the Kansas City Chiefs and uh, went 9-7, and seven, best 9-17 and 17 the NFL ever had. <laughs> but you see how the Kansas City Chiefs use Travis Kelsey. That's how Cole Komet and that tight end position is built to be productive in that offense. And he's not going to have the same athleticism. Remember, I mean, you had you had Travis Kelsey play basketball with Mason Plumley and his brothers in AAU, right? So it's a different type of athlete. But Cole Komet is no question the best tight end in this draft, and he is an all-around complete player ready to start day one. Ryan, is there a play or a certain game that stands out to you about Komet that says, yes, this guy could be NFL ready? Uh, fortunately, there's not just one. I mean, multiple times on third and have to have it, uh, he was he was the number one target. I mean, I know when they brought him out, uh, look at his Georgia game. Notre Dame played Georgia this year, and I want to say he had almost 100 yards receiving in his first game back of the season after missing the first couple, which whether he was totally injured or they were just making sure he was totally healthy for that Georgia game, you know, who knows. But he was one of the best tight ends, even though he missed the first two games of the year complete production, and he does not shy away from physicality. He will truck linebackers and safeties and corners, Gronkowski style. He can make leaping catches like a Travis Kelsey, and he is a Jason Witten professional, tight economy of steps, excellent hands. They got themselves a player, the Bears. Ryan Harris, color analyst for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, right here on the home of the Irish ESPN 1000. As Cole Komet is the first uh, – player taken for the Chicago Bears here in the second round. So, Ryan, you know, it's, it's interesting. When you look at the depth chart for the Bears, the Bears have uh, they have 10 tight ends of the depth chart. It just shows you how they were bereft of quality at that spot last year. So Cole Komet now I think makes 11 on the depth chart for a tight end. What, what do you th- how do you think that Komet will fare with Trubisky? You're familiar with what's going on with, with Chicago, the inability to, to score averaging somewhere between 15, 16 points a game last year. It was really one of the worst offenses in the league. How can Komet enhance that, knowing that Trubisky or Foles could be the quarterback? Well, the number one thing you need your tight end to do in the NFL is be where he's supposed to be. And one of the the worst-kept secrets in the NFL is Notre Dame guys are intelligent. They understand how to digest the playbook. They understand the concept of routes. It's one of the Many reasons why I was able to stay in the NFL 10 years. Justin Tuck the same way, John Sullivan, John Carlson. So, you know, it's one of those deals where you're not going to have to play a lot of time. Uh, you spend a lot of time playing catch-up with the rookie because, listen, Kokomet's been to class. He's been to school. He understands how to play, and he's been very much looking forward to it. And I do know his agent, and they've been putting him through those pro-style offenses, getting him prepared for the terminology, the things he's going to be asked to do, I mean, one of the big adjustments at that tight end position for rookies is being able to go from a run to a pass, right? Because when you go from a run call to a pass call like Matt Nagy and Andy Reid's offense does frequently, you then have to read the coverage and decide your route based on that coverage. And so it takes a lot of brain power and processing power to be an effective tight end. And you have that in the Notre Dame man, Cole Komet. So you see that uh, the number one and two uh, really strong assets offensively for Brian Kelly Claypool also being drafted here in the second round. What stands out most about what he can bring on the next level? That was the perfect pick for the Steelers. And and I texted their GM and he kind of laughed back at me, you know, saying, well, you know, we, we did pick him for a reason, but lightning fast speed and intensity that is not going to be matched uh, in, in, 
in the college football ranks in terms of receivers. And if you just think about, and I know you, you caught it on uh, ESPN 1000 here, but the Virginia Tech-Notre Dame game, I mean, Notre Dame had to drive the field at the end of the game to win the game. And Ian Book was looking for one player on both of their fourth downs, and that was Chase Claypool. He was the MVP of the, of the team. He was, the no question, the best player on offense. This year alone, he was the bowl game MVP. He is just a dynamic player who really got overlooked because he's pro-ready. I mean, he is a legit 230, and he is blazing fast and has sure hands, as sure as you've ever seen. Ryan Harris, color analyst for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish right here on the home of the Irish ESPN 1000 with me, Jonathan Hood, on the 2020 NFL Draft Show here on WMVP Chicago. I, uh, I'm interested in your thoughts on the running back position in the NFL, Ryan, because we see here in the second round that DeAndre Swift from Georgia went. Uh, we were able to see um, Cam Akers from Florida State go. J.K. Dobbins was taken by the Baltimore Ravens. But we're talking about now, you know, to the top, to the middle of the uh, second round. How do you foresee the running back position moving forward? It's an offensive league, this NFL, but yet the running back, it's going almost by way of the fullback in some ways. Yeah, I mean, it's an important piece, but, I mean, this is the stat that stands out to me. This was the first Super Bowl in seven years that didn't involve C.J. Anderson or LeGarrette Blunt as the starting running back. You just don't win with the Emmett Smith-style bell cow back, as Derrick Henry proved last year. Can you win games? Absolutely. Can you win a championship? We haven't seen it for almost 10 years. So it's one of those deals where the running back position, there's so much more value and getting a guy like Swift in the second round or some other players in the fifth, sixth round and just and running them into the ground. It's almost kind of going old school. You know, it's kind of mm-hmm. old going back to, hey, we are going to run this guy. And you guys know that life in Chicago. We are going to run this guy there until there's nothing left and we're not going to apologize. And that's what that running back position is getting to. You also need a player who's able to catch the ball in space. That's a gigantic leap, especially the last five years in the NFL. You cannot, you can no longer have a first and second down back and then a third down back out of the backfield. Teams will zero in too much on that. Your tells are too much by formation when you do that. So you've got to get kind of the in-between guy who's willing to sacrifice his life and body just to say he played in the NFL, and those guys come rounds two through seven. Lastly, and I appreciate your time as always, Ryan, I just want to get your thoughts looking at the draft inside out. I mean, Claypool and Komet were such a great one-two punch. When you needed to have some yards, you wanted to get into the end zone, those two were really uh, dynamic for the Irish. Now what? How does that? How do you look at that depth chart now without uh, Komet and without Claypool? Yeah, well, there's a, um, um, there's a tight end there. Forget his name right now. It's escaping me. Um, 87 is there. He's going to be a great tight end for Notre Dame, arguably better than Cole Komet. And listen, we're talking about O-line and tight end you when you're talking about Notre Dame. You've yeah. got Liam Eichenberg coming back. You've got stability at the quarterback position. I wouldn't be surprised if Ian Book wins the Heisman Trophy this year. So it really doesn't matter who they got on the edges. Just make sure they can catch the ball because they're going to have time to throw it and the quarterback to do it. Bro, that's, that's some... That's a strong comment about Ian Book. You know everyone's listening, right? You know that only, he was one of two quarterbacks to rush for over 500 and throw for over 2,500, and the other one just got drafted to the Eagles in Jalen Hurts. So, yeah. I mean, and that guy came up second behind 
uh, came up second behind Joe Burrow this year in the Heisman Trophy candidacy. So yeah, man, I'm hey, I, I know I don't know many things, Dick, but I do know football. I understand. I just want to make sure that's out there because people are people are going to hear that and say, oh, "Okay, we're going to be looking for that." That's going to be interesting. Well, I'm glad it's you spent some. It's going to be fun. We will have. We hope to have football, right? We hope to have college football uh, at some point this year, right? Yeah, it's tough. Seventy-five percent of athletic directors said they anticipate a delayed or, um, or or otherwise season this year. And I know Jack Swarbrick at Notre Dame has said if there are no students on campus, there are going to be no games. And uh, you know, I was getting excited. Hood, I was about to head out. Ireland's calling, man. You know, so I was going to head out to Ireland and, and and see what being black in Ireland was like. So uh, I was looking forward to that, my man. But we'll see if hopefully it's still on. But we'll see if. Uh, if things get changed. And that's a hell of a book that you're going to write there, being black in Ireland. I can't wait to read that. <laughs> Once you go, I can't wait to read that, that novel. That's going to be great. There you <laughs> go. There Ryan, you I'm go, glad, my friend. I'm glad you spent some time. Thanks for telling us about uh, Comet and uh, Claypool, and uh, hope to talk to you again soon. Of course, my friend. And Tosana said thanks. Have a great one. Stay safe. Absolutely. There's, uh, there's Ryan Harris. The color analyst for the Fighting Irish. You can hear every game of the Irish uh, right here on ESPN 1000. As Cole Komet goes to uh, the Chicago Bears.